You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. All right, let's do it. It's a new week. So it's, it's a little warmer out, just a little bit. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio in the afterglow of a Flames 3-1 win, their second ever in Vegas on Saturday night over those shorthanded boo, boo-hoo, shorthanded Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> uh, Flames um, have completed the dads, granddads, brothers, mentors trip. And uh, one of the people who was on that said trip, arm wrestling Lanny McDonald on the broadcast, Mr. Colin Patterson <laughs> will join us at 8.30. Get his thoughts yeah, on how electric it was. Because, damn, the Flames look good with their daddies in the stands, let me tell you. Especially the Texas Tiger, Blake Holman, continues to get it done for the Calgary Flames. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> was that more of a kitty or that a tiger? It was a tiger pup. Okay. Or kitten. Are they, are they, are they are cub? They, are they cub? Probably yeah. a cub. Yeah. Tiger cub. Tiger right. kitten. I knew, I knew Patrick. It would be nicer um, if they were a kitten, though. Yeah. Little tiger kitten. Uh, we're all over the flames wow. like a dirty shirt today. Big 3-1 win on Saturday night. Uh, the Chronolist, Big Show Flames analyst, the Cobra, Mr. Brent Cron, is going to join us <laughs> in the 7 o'clock hour for the entire hour. Um, something interesting Elliot Friedman said on his uh, Saturday headlines. We'll do that at 7.30. 8 o'clock, Mr. Charles Davis. Crazy super wild card weekend. We actually had an interesting game last night, which was fun, between the Lions and the Rams. And uh, as I mentioned, Colin Patterson coming up. At uh, 8.30. Um, don't know if you knew this uh, mm-hmm. for our listeners, because I like to, I like them to peek behind the curtain a little bit. Sure. Um, our producer, Patrick Dumont, big Green Bay Packers fan. Yeah. Completely decked out in his Packers gear this morning. It's not Completely. like Will's watching the game in the regular season, but he's decked out. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his Packers toque on. He's got his Packers sweatshirt on. Are you like... I thought I, I I thought Green Bay was going to keep it relatively close. I didn't think they'd go into Dallas and stomp them. I gave him every opportunity to go in there and get the win. But yeah, you're right. I didn't. I did not expect that. Yeah. Uh, I did not expect Dallas to drop an egg the way they did. I expected Green Bay's offense to to be able to move the ball to have the same type of work that they have over the last month. But just the way Dak and, and that defense just crumbled, and how that offensive line didn't give Micah Parsons a damn thing. Like they nope. had nothing going there, and and now, like, the shots to Jerry and all that, uh, you know, we know what's waiting in the wings. There's Bill Belichick, but that's for another day. I'm very happy for the Green Bay Packers. Now they got to go into uh, going to San Francisco. That's going to be a tough one for sure. Um, that's can, a kryptonite for the Packers over the last few years. Can we go through the game chronologically? Yes. Like, how you went through, the, through watching the game yourself? Because there's a couple early touchdowns. There's the, the interception. There's so the pick six. Yeah, and that was, like, uh, it was just... When did you start feeling comfortable? Probably after the the Darnell Savage pick six. Yeah, yeah. the game 20. was over when that happened. Yeah, yeah. in my opinion, Make it was twenty seven nothing. At that there. point, yeah. it was like, where are they going to pull Dak? Like, yeah. what are you going to do here? <laughs> and it's like, like, oh, the Chargers blew a twenty seven seven lead a year ago, and then they're like, well, I don't know. The pressure on this Dallas Cowboys team is just it's manu- it's manufactured in house, of course, being America's team and all that, but like. With all that, like they, they, like when NFL free agency came in in 1994, it feels like that's when the Cowboys kind of stopped. They couldn't spend the way they could 
before. You mean the salary cap? The salary right? cap, yeah. Yeah. And now they like the way they build teams and whatnot, it's a lot tougher now. Dak's future's on the line here. They can get out of his contract if they want to. Be, I don't think they should. It'd be stupid to get rid mm. of him. Yeah. Uh, because we know how hard it is to develop quarterbacks in this league. But hell, you know, like that was fun. That was really yeah, fun, and they had uh, the NFL's number one offense. Yep. They're averaging 37 points a game at home this season. Mm-hmm. Won, what, 16 straight home games? Yeah, week one last year was their last time they lost at home. And then uh, Green Bay goes in there and absolutely kicks a hole. And, um, I don't know Still if undefeated at AT&T. Never um, lost there. I don't know if you Five saw. 5-0, and o, isn't it? Yeah. 5-0, and o, and we have more playoff wins there than them. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, I don't know if you heard uh, the halftime speech Jimmy Johnson oh, gave. Oh, that was just Jimmy Johnson got fired up with his steely blue eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's if, looking right into my soul. Oh, he was. Uh, if he didn't hear it, I have it for you. Uh, here is uh, after the Cowboys are getting shellacked at, at, at home. Here's the halftime speech. Jimmy Johnson looked in the camera during the halftime show, the panel, and he had this to say. Well, first of all, I, I can't say what I would say now on television. But I'll just say this. Every single one of you. You know how hard we've worked. I don't need to have people pointing the fingers one thing or another. You get your rear end in there and you play the way you know how to play. We can win the game. We're going to open it up. We're going to go fast tempo. Defense, get after Jordan Love. You can't give him that much time. You do what you're supposed to do. We'll win this game. And it's one of the worst playoff games the Cowboys have ever played. And exactly where it ranks on your own personal uh, playoff disappointment list is up to you to decide. Yeah, uh, the <laughs> the Cowboys get absolutely shellacked uh, by the Green Bay Packers. Um, watching that game, so many, and, and I don't know if I'm, I'm the only one who thinks this. I don't know. Maybe some other people feel the same way. The Cowboys, there are so many parallels between the Cowboys and the Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. All the yep. attention, constantly overrated. A delusional fan base. Delusional fan base. Constantly just crushing playoff losses. The fans get so crushed when they lose, oh, and like, everyone else is like, "It's too bad." Coming, and I get it. And I get it. There's some. There, there's there's some fan base are envious of the Maple Leafs and the Cowboys with their following, and they're mo- they're the most popular teams. The power. And they're always on TV. Yeah, they're always talked about. And again, what do they call TSN, the Toronto Sports Network? I get everything. Right, but there are so many parallels between these two teams. At least the Cowboys won Super Bowls in the '90s, but I haven't done lickety split since '95. Lickety split, lickety split since, and there's just so many things. Something about the Cowboys blowing up in the playoffs that gives me Maple Leafs blowing up in the playoffs. I was thinking that last night, like like all over X, it was like, oh, Mitch Marner, 600 points. They're leading two one. I'm like, they're gonna lose this game. They're going to lose this game. And like you could well, have morning reports spoiler. Sorry. No, you could have three or four <laughs> Hall of Famers on that team and they'll never win a damn thing. They, they literally have at least three Hall of Famers That's what on I mean. their three team or four right four now. Hall of Famers. John Harris is a lot to get into the Hall of Fame. They'll never win a damn Austin Matthews thing. is a lot to get into the Hall of Fame. Mitch Marner will probably get into the Hall Sorry. of Fame. Yeah, my bad. I What's got that? confused there. No, I was going to say Elise Samsonov. Different train of thought. My bad. Sorry. Um, but yeah, like and by the way, Leafs are here Thursday. Which is uh, super interesting and super fun. My well, least favorite home game yeah, of the year. Definitely. Yes. Um, yeah, there'll be a lot of blue in these stands down in the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. But yeah, the Cowboys absolutely poop the bed. Uh, they're out as usual. And uh, we have uh, we got two games today because the well, weather in Buffalo is like biblically bad with the snow. 
Thank so they you, moved Lake the effect. game. Yeah, thanks, Lake Effect. So we got a double header today, which is awesome. So the Flames don't play tonight. So it's there's a ton of afternoon hockey games. And mm. Maddie, you talked about it Friday. If you're in a fantasy hockey league, yeah, heads in. up. Heads up, lock it in. There's a lot of early starts today. 11 a.m., there's four games that get underway if you're in any one of those weekly leagues. Or even if you're in a daily, uh, you're going to want to make sure that your lineups are set because, yeah, there's going to be action going all day, essentially. I think that the latest game today is at, like, 6 o'clock. So, uh, yeah, make sure that you're all set up and prepared for that because that's something that you got to be aware of. It is Martin Luther King Day down in the U.S. Yeah, um, so um, it'll be a... Whew. It's a busy day in sports. Uh, the Bills will host the Steelers uh, this afternoon at 2.30. Yep. And then we have... Uh, Kind of an interesting game from Tampa Bay. The Eagles and the Bucks. You're like, what Bucks team? I'm really nervous for the Eagles in this one because I, I've, I've got a little bit of an affinity for the Eagles. Really? And yeah. They, they were another team that I liked when I was growing up. Um, you know, one from each conference, although I decidedly leaned heavier to the Bengals. Mm. And uh, I like the way that they play. I like Jason Kelsey a lot. Mm. I like their offense a lot. Maybe not this year. Mm. This feels Ever like since uh, Shane Steichen left, uh, you shouldn't like that offense because it hasn't looked the same. Well, AJ Brown's not going to go either. Gone too. AJ right? Brown not going to play, so that's yeah. a, that's a big big loss. Sirianni's got pressure on him. I, I, he's, they, Frank he, talked about it on uh, Friday during our hit. They want to shoot him into the sun, which isn't really. He would he would die well before then from the radiation exposure in space. Oh, but whatever. Okay, um, they can't shoot him into the sun. Is that a uh, fact? Or are you it just is guessing? a fact. Oh. No, yeah, there's. Well, so then I learned something new today. Huh. Yeah, you can't even. We can't even get like to Mars because of the radiation. Oh. People would die. People like, oh, I want to go to Mars. Well, they oh. got to figure out the radiation thing. Anyway, my chiropractor was a big, uh, he, he taught like um, astronomy at, at oh. Brock University. So he would tell me all these wow. things. So like, what a talented chiropractor. Yeah, I know. Like the guy, and, like he was like, hey, why don't you come watch the stars? I'm like, no, that's, 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 that's not going to happen. hard pass. Like, uh, I'm interested <laughs> in what you're saying is, but that's way too boring now for me. Like the, <laughs> no, the, the oh. whole thing that we can't even get to Mars because of the radiation. I'm like, okay, that interests me. But like, like looking at the constellations, hard pass on that one. I was so, also just, I don't know if I want to go over to my chiropractor's house. <laughs> well, no, it was. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, it would be like a thing at like a, a meeting, whatever. So, um, <laughs> uh, I've lost totally lost my train. It'd be outdoors. Uh, football. Uh, Lions with a big win last night. Did you see grown men crying in the stands in sure Detroit did. yesterday? Yeah, because it's been. I also since... saw grown men crying in the stands in Dallas. Oh yeah, but that's but <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. Like yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, funny. That, that's funny. Like they just get their team beat up. The and only it's always thing so I, overrated. The only thing I didn't like from Lions fans last night was the booing of Matt Stafford. Ah, whatever. Let I like it. it. Why not? I don't care. Let him have it. So he what? He didn't ask out of there. No, he we kind of did. No, he didn't. Mm. You got to boo your opposition They asked anyways. him if he wanted to stay, and he's like, well, you can trade me. I guess. Yes. Like... Yeah, because he knew the franchise was going nowhere. And again, Matthew Stafford was a good lion. They played the clip of when his shoulder was all mangled and he went through a touchdown pass like a boss. Dang, I get Cleveland. all of that if, if you're yeah. Detroit. But hey, Lions win. Um, perfect, perfect game. I was texting with uh, Ryan Fabro. He's the assistant program director in Toronto. And uh, I go, what a perfect game. The, the Rams cover, yet the Lions win because I wanted the Lions to win, but I wanted the Rams to cover my bet. Two for one bonus. Excellent. And now, now the Lions will play the winner of the Eagles and the Bucks at home in Detroit. They get to play at home again. Which which you kind of like their chances to get to the NFC title game mm-hmm. against whatever, Niners or Packers. And how fascinating would that be if your Green Bay Packers can pull off the massive upset of the Niners in San Francisco and play their NFC North rivals mm-hmm. in Detroit, a place where the season flipped for Green Bay when they destroyed the Lions Thanksgiving. on Thanksgiving, which was comforting because 
the Lions losing on Thanksgiving is something that's a tradition unlike any other. But um, real quick, too, before we get, because we have so much hockey to talk about, too. Uh, the Cleveland Browns continue to be the Cleveland Browns because that's what they do. Who was a bigger non-factor, Miles Garrett or Micah Parsons? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. I think Miles Garrett was completely irrelevant because of Laramie Tunsil and the rest of that line. Even yeah. when they moved him around, ghost. Yeah. Couldn't do anything. Micah Parsons, where was the next-gen stat I had here? Um, also, uh, uh, Joe Flacco just throwing pick sixes just, like nobody's just, business. Just he reached throwing point. away the Brown season. It just jogs off. <laughs> yeah. like, he didn't care. He reached a like, point I'm in the not year here next year like, anyway. What does like, it matter? Yeah, he reached a point yeah. in the game where he was like, screw it. He just started throwing everything. And yeah. then two of them went back to the house and... Packers held. See you later. Yeah. Micah Parsons just won pressure on 19 pass rushes, his lowest pressure rate in his career. Okay. Personally, didn't hate watching that one. Yeah. And again, if didn't you're the, hate it at all, I just felt for the Carolina Panthers watching that game, watching CJ Stroud mm. and how composed he was in the pocket and some of the throws <laughs> he was making. Again, I'm thinking like. But oh, is how CJ much is Stroud that, that good? How much hey, is of course situation? it's situ- of course it's situation. The offensive lines are almost like polar opposites. Yeah, you have like a top five and like a bottom two. Yeah, in so, Carolina, you have one of the best left tackles in the game, and Laramie Tunsil there. Yeah, like we just uh, talked yeah. about, like completely made Miles Garrett irrelevant. Yeah. Who might Four win wide DPOY receivers this that you year. can just yeah. throw out there and be like, yeah, these guys can go catch the ball, and they're all young too. Like yeah. comparables with Green Bay's offense and Houston's offense, and how young they are Listen. and how they're going to be growing, like. NFL's in good shape. Man. If the Bills uh, take care of business today, which I anticipate they will against the Steelers, but the way these playoffs are going, who knows? Um, it'll be Houston, Baltimore. That's a that's just a danger spot for Baltimore because Houston's got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Go out there, play with reckless abandon, yep. go into Baltimore, potentially try to knock off the number one seeded Ravens. And how sexy would that be that Patrick Mahomes has to go on the road First time. and beat the Bills at uh, at the Ralph, uh, which potentially would be absolutely insane if they play the Kansas City Chiefs. And talk about a perfect scenario where you can slay the dragon and get to a Super Bowl beating Patrick Mahomes. Mind you, it would have to be in Kansas City to actually slay the dragon, but if they beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs at home, could you imagine a Bills-Ravens uh, AFC title game? That would be super sexy. Be but the nice. door is wide open, I feel. in the I, Like, again, I'm a big Ravens fan. I know what they're doing. Like full marks for their season so far, but that's a team that's falling right. flat on their face in the playoffs probably lately happy here, they too. Got, they're probably happy they got the first game there on Saturday because, like, they've been off. Like, Lamar yeah. and that offense, I know they, they've they had practice reps and all that, but game action, they've been yeah. off for two weeks. Yeah, rest versus rust, uh, the old thing. And uh, the uh, three weeks, really. the Chiefs beat up on the, on the Dolphins on Saturday night. I don't know about you guys watching that game, and it was cold. It was chilly. It was a little brisk Colder. in Kansas City that day. I uh, love what Taylor Swift was wearing. Uh, but uh, is it me or the Dolphins uh, just wanted to get on the plane and get out of there as quickly they as had, possible? The, yeah. the body language on Miami is like, yeah, I don't want to be here. This sucks. Like, oh, and it's 10 cold. now in, in games I'm done. 40 degrees or lower? Yeah, like Tua looked bad. Couldn't make any throws. Is there the any more of like a polar opposite as far as temperatures? Like they were in Miami and they go to that. Yeah, they threw it up there. It was like, like I don't know what it was in Arizona or down in like New Mexico or Texas at the same time. Well, it was but as far as going Dallas. from like yeah. warmest part of the United States to the absolute coldest, I don't know if you could have yeah. hit the seesaw as hard as they did and didn't look good. Now, have you ever called a seesaw a teeter-totter? Yeah, yes. I have, but okay. not in a little while. Oh, okay. Because uh, some people aren't familiar with teeter-totter. No, teeter-totter, I know teeter-totter. Yeah. 
I've um, teetered to totter before. I feel like GVP was reaching for his microphone. Have you heard teeter totter before? I've always called it teeter totter. Okay, mm. all right. Seesaw sounds kind of antiquated. It's also been called a teeter board. Nobody's nope. ever called no that. No one in their says that. Lives. I know. No, nope. nobody's also, ever done that. No. Nope. In the history of humanity. It might be a regional thing. <laughs> Ooh, could be. Uh, so the uh, we'll talk more NFL with our man Charles Davis coming up at uh, eight o'clock. He doesn't. Is he doing the the Bills game or no? No, no. He's couch locked for this yeah. week. Okay, yeah, he's couch locked for the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Well, CBS only gets one game this weekend. Oh, okay. And that's uh, Nance and Roma. We're gonna I don't know, Jim. Have to ask him how his Peacock experience was. Yeah, <laughs> we probably streamed it while we watched it here. Um, Flames with a big three-one win Saturday night in a place where they usually don't win. Uh, Las Vegas and um, great start for the Flames. Kind of looked tired there in the second and third periods. Held on to one Jacob Markstrom, who's been absolutely on fire since his bare hand save in practice, where he had to miss some time. I don't know. Did that unlock something in his in his mind in his body? Because ever since he hurt his hand and making that tremendous, as Eric Francis said, bare handed blocker save, uh, he's been incredible since. And again. Powers the Flames to another win. Don't look now. Two games above the 500 mark, staring at a six-game homestand beginning tomorrow against the Coyotes. It's going to be fun. This is going to be a nice little stretch for him. But like you said, Markstrom's played outstanding for this last little stretch. He's kind of been the star of the show for me. Um, you know, the second period of that game, he definitely held the minute. You know, they get a couple of goals a couple minutes apart early on in the first period. They kind of use that to propel them through, but Markstrom Dynamite in the second pushed their way through, and now they got this homestand. It's going to be six games, two six-game homestands in one year. Yeah. It's wild. Um, hey, you made it through this this crazy stretch of games. Like we talked about leading up to Christmas. Oh, look at these 15 opponents. They're all playoff teams except for the Ducks, and they did fine. And then coming out of it, we were like, man, look at all this travel. They're at home for a little bit, and then they go out east, and they come back for a game. They- 9,599 kilometers, to be exact. All four all four time zones, seven games, seven cities. It was like 12 days or 13 yeah. days. It like, took 10 out of a possible 14 points. Yeah. Like, what are we... Well yeah. done, lads. Yeah. Not bad. Uh-huh. Going to hang your hat on that for sure. Shout out to the dads. I thought that was a great little wrinkle in the entire trip. It's not very easy to win in Vegas, even when they're banged up like they are, but I don't care if you're banged up. Go beat them. Yep. That's what they did. Well, and and again, everybody after that loss to the Blackhawks, who generally they fielded an American Hockey League team, blow up the flames, trade everybody tomorrow. Everyone was so emotionally uh, just distraught over that loss. There was a lot of anger. There's a lot of vitriol spit on social media there. But all of a sudden, hey, the Flames go out there and have some big wins. And six-game homestand here, if they take, what, nine of 12, maybe, points? They're going to hang around. They are definitely going to hang around. And how sexy is that game Saturday night against the Oilers going to be who are absolutely scorching hot? Uh, in their massive uh, ten-game winning streak. All right, yeah, I know it's, you. It's great. Like you, you, you win three in a row. The Oilers have won ten in a row. You're only two points back. Yeah, ten I in a that row? was a that's a team record. Ten games in a row. Yeah, though. you'd think they'd win more in the eight, '80s. Eight was the most with Gretzky. I said Were that really. Yeah, I said that once, and then someone reminded me they really liked to get banged up in the '80s. That's true. Uh, and, and then they'd have, okay. like, a game where they were just, like, 
terrible yeah. because they would just All be like, over. oh, we've won eight in a row. We're <laughs> yeah. going to get mangled, and they would just be awful. And they would just they get they crushed. Have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, wow, fine. okay. Hey, hey. And then they'd win seven hey, in a row. Yeah, after. because that's what I said the last time they went on a heater like this. I was like, how, they, how did Wayne never do that? Yeah. And, yeah. and that was the answer okay. I was given. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> this is like, hell yeah, bro. <laughs> we got to get to the uh, the Rose Report because you got a lot of stuff. He's a big boy. Yeah, it's, it's a big, meaty, juicy, thick piece of the Rose Report. Mm-hmm. Straight six ahead. Pound, six, six pound you. burrito. Right yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine ingesting a six pound burrito? How gross that would be? There's some restaurant does it in, somewhere in California. It's on an Instagram. It's crazy. Oh, gross. You eat, it and you eat it in 45 minutes or it's, and it's yeah. free. <laughs> Our man Joey Chestnut could eat that in 10 <laughs> minutes. Not even. Um, all right. Uh, Rose Report straight ahead. You got lots of stuff. And uh, Brent Cron. Big Show Flames analyst coming up at 7 o'clock. Elliot Friedman had something very interesting to say on Saturday Headlines. We'll play you that clip at 7.30, and we'll talk to Charles Davis, NFL on CBS at 8 o'clock. Busy, busy Big Show. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. We are 30 minutes away from Big Show Flames analyst, the Cobra. He will slither his way into studio. Brent Cron will join us. Break down. The big 3-1 win by the Calgary Flames in Las Vegas on Saturday night. Off tonight, home to the Coyotes tomorrow, 7.30. Elliot Friedman had something very interesting to say on Saturday's headlines. We'll play that clip for you at 7.30. And the NFL on CBS, one of our favorites, Mr. Charles Davis, 8 o'clock. We got two playoff games today, which is awesome. It's cold out. Maybe call in sick to work and just watch football on your couch. Because there's a 2.30 game today. This is a prime day for you to call in sick. It's cold still out. It's very or frigid. work from home. Better idea. Yeah, work from home. Work from home day. That's yeah. You don't have to take do. a sick day. Still, we, yeah. still rack that check. Right. Your production is down, but who cares? Yeah, listen, you can put it on the back. Just make sure you got that mouse moving every yeah. once in a while. Sign yeah. into Teams. Yeah, make like sure everybody sees where you are. Tie your mouse to like a cat or something so it like <laughs> yep. moves around it's every always, once in a while. Like that water uh, thing that Homer Over Simpson Yeah, used. yeah, the, the <laughs> little crane that yeah. drops down. Just do that so it looks like you're busy and working Dip. away. Yeah. So busy. Any, any key. Two star press any key. Where's the any key? <laughs> I like um, to start a tab. Yeah. <laughs> No, can I get a tab? Or get a tab. <laughs> uh, it's time for the Rose Report. It's brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match, and then they'll beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Matty Rose and Yo, what's going on, friends? Welcome to a brand spanking new week. Flames and Golden Knights, only two games yesterday, a couple of NFL games today. We also got the weekend breakdown. The Raps are back at home and all the local notes your heart could desire. One could say... We got lots of stuff. Damn straight, Dave. Flames and Golden Knights, no lineup changes on Saturday. Markstrom back between the pipes. No Jack Eichel, one of several missing nights as they got the injury bug right now. Six players on IR including Shea Theodore, William Carlson, Aiden Hill. It was a third of four meetings between the two clubs. The home team won in overtime in the previous two. Weeg Dogs scored uh, an end-to-end bingo for the Calgary win. Yeah, absolutely. The vibes are immaculate for sure. Yeah, uh-huh. In the first period of this one, some early penalties for Vegas. Flames capitalize with the second of which. The Texas Tigers staying red hot. Coleman gets it back. Backlund, near circle, shoots. It stopped. Rebound. Coleman scores! 
Blake Coleman again. His team leading 19th goal and 36 points, and it's one to nothing Flames. The Texas Tiger. Yeah, how about it? On the power play, Blake Coleman stays red hot, like you heard there, his 19th on the season. And Rusty likes that one. Yes, sir. Flames kept the pressure up, knocked home a couple of, knocked home another one a couple of minutes later. Here comes Zeri the other way. Zeri trying to saucer it, loses it, finds it, and now centers it. Bouncing puck, Kadri scores! Nazem Kadri swats the puck past and out of position, Logan Thompson. He stretches his point streak to six. To six. Kadri's 14th. Mm. Flames led 2 nothing at the break. Were you asking me a question that it was his 14th? I, or are you sure? No, I was just waiting for a candidation. Okay. Do it. It, was, it was a bit. He stretches his point streak to six. Yeah, that was on the up. To six. Yep. Um... You think Blake Coleman cares that he's not the Flames representative for the All Star game? No, nope. he clearly should be. If I it think wasn't it's Jacob similar to Bjorkstrand or Seth Jarvis. You see Seth Jarvis? Yeah, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> I'm going but to Cabo. It's not I'm going to Cabo. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, I'm also really enjoying Seth Jarvis finding his voice in the NHL. Love this has him. been a treat. Love him. He is a troll. Um. Yeah, Blake Coleman. I yeah, sorry. Like no, it's, <laughs> no, it's fine. We love tangents. That's this, this whole show. That's the soul of this show. Yeah, oh, yeah. It really going is. off on tangents. <laughs> um, Blake Coleman. Like I again. Like it's it's. I don't. That's gotta be the most surprising thing of the season that we're into January and he's the team's leading scorer. Like I don't. What's or the Martin Pospisil is like a top six regular. Rat. 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 When was the last time you like you didn't hear? Yeah, but, did you hear Martin Pospisil's name once before this season? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like, but do the Flames really have a, a number one line? They just have like three, two lines. I don't know. I, I would go by minutes played. Okay, and he's constantly like top six like, forward minutes because that's what the Flames have. They have three lines that are like second lines. Yeah, like really good second lines, and they just kind of roll yeah. whoever's playing. Yeah, and, and the like, fourth like line's none been of the bad forwards lately. are into like the twenty-one minute range. They're no. all around no. twenty no. nineteen. Like, and like the, yeah. the Markstrom uh, comeback season was uh, that's something that a lot of us were kind of like anticipating. Like mm-hmm. he, this guy can definitely bounce back. But for Blake Coleman to lead the Flames in scoring at this part of the season on pace for thirty-six, I don't think anybody had that. And what like a fine wine that guy's aging with this season, and the confidence that guy's showing right now. Puck just bounces off and he just bangs, and he's like, "Oh, there's another goal." Yeah, there's another rack big goal for yeah, me. What are you yeah, talking about? Up. Yeah, I do this all day. Yep, <laughs> he's going to f- score forty this year. Like, what were the odds? <laughs> If you could have bet on Blake Coleman scoring 40 goals heading into the season, I probably, probably plus like 10,000. Yeah, like 10 bucks. I probably would have not had to work here. Yeah, he might like, not even have been time. listed. Yeah, it wasn't listed. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'd have to call the bookie. Yeah, 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 I I get it's like Leicester this. City winning the Premier League exactly. years ago. It's the same odds. <laughs> yeah, totally. In the second period, lots of Vegas. Coleman trying to lift it up and out. Puck bounces out in front instead. Wall whacking and hacking. Can't knock it by Markstrom and into the Flames net. Now Barbashev steals it, walks it, and shoots it. Markstrom makes a brilliant blocker stop to Marcheseau, who was picking cherries at the Flames' blue line. Marcheseau spins it and shoots. Markstrom the save. It's loose in fraud, and the Golden Knights can't knock it in the Flames' net. Yeah, he was really good in the second, held the Knights at bay, and then eventually Calgary got one going the other way off the rush. Pushed off the puck by Coleman, who sends it out to center to Mangiapane. Mangiapane to Backlund. Backlund dangles and scores! What a goal by the captain, Michael Backlund, who picks up the puck 
because setting him up was Andrew Mangiapati, who records his 200th NHL point. Nice little almost Forsberg from Backlund there going across the green. Yep, 3-0 after 40. And I like how not only the captain scores a beauty goal, he grabs the puck right away and knew it was Mangiapane's Here's your 200, 200. sir. Got to be aware of those type of things. I guess, yeah. yeah. And and again, that line continues to be great for the Calgary Flames. Mangiapane is a guy that we talked about at the beginning of the season. Like, where, where did he go? He disappeared. There'd be games where he wouldn't even notice mm-hmm. Andrew Mangiapane. And that move coupled with putting Huberto with Sharon Govich and Lindholm has kind of sparked this team here, especially during this murderous road trip they've had to endure with the dads, the grandpas, the brothers, and the mentors along for the ride. But he's been really good lately here for the Calgary Flames. They desperately needed him to contribute, and he has. It was a better start, I guess, to the Flames' third period than I thought they played in the second. Uh, Chandler Stevenson would score. Felt like eventually something was going to be scored against the fourth line, and it is Stevenson who gets it to go on a nice little one-timer from a down-low play. The fourth line was on their heels for much of the contest. Flames had to kill another penalty after Pospisil got a penalty for grabbing Stone's visor in a scrum that Mark Stone kind of started, but whatever. Crazy scramble at the end of the game. Markster making saves without a glove, despite you know being up by two. Yeah, uh, wasn't pretty for some of the night, but they get it done. They win all three games last week. This is a three-one final down in Vegas. It wasn't a picture-perfect game for us by any means, but this is not an easy place to win games in, yeah. um, even with some of the guys they're missing from their their lineup tonight. So, um, scoring early helped us again, and then um, unfortunately we had to ride Marky, but fortunately he was awesome tonight. Yeah, he absolutely was awesome. And that's something now that we've seen from the Calgary Flames lately is they're starting games on time, as Mike Babcock would say. It's not the, oh, Calgary's number one in the NHL and fighting back third period leads, whatever. Find no. away Flames, yeah, 2.0. You, no, you 2.0. No, you don't want to do that. No, it's better when you actually you know get off to a good start, build a mm-hmm. one or two goal lead, and then ride that through and let your red hot goaltender shut the door on the other team. And that's the recipe the Calgary Flames have used, especially during this ridiculous 9,599 kilometer road trip. Next game is tomorrow. The Coyotes come to town for their second meeting in under a week. That'll kick off their second six-game homestand of the season. Next road game doesn't come until February 6th out of the All-Star break. Um, could I uh, could I instill a rule on this show oh. for this six-game road trip? Oh, homestand? If somebody says oh, after yeah. game five or six, they really need to get on the road again, immediately there should be a big buzzer that's played or something. Who did that last time? I don't know what you're talking about. They really need to get on the road. Like, no. I was right, though. They needed to get on the road when they started to win. So that was Saturday. Uh, Yesterday, only a couple of games on the NHL schedule. There was hockey yesterday? Yeah, I know. Whatever. Red Wings visited the Leafs. Bit of history for Mitch Marner. In on the wing goes to Marner. Left wing side coming to the front of the net. They score! There's the 600 point for Marner. As Bertuzzi sends the puck back. And Mitchell Marner has a four. Yeah, it's Joe Bowen on the Leafs Radio Network. 600 points in the career for Mitch Marner. We have two ways we can go here. Do you want active 600-point scorers, or do you want franchise 600-point scorers for the Maple Leafs? Uh, Let's go franchise. Okay, here's the deal. Mitch Marner, 600 points in the career. He is the fastest Maple Leaf to get there. He did it in 548 games. That passes Daryl Sittler, who did it in 584 
Seven Leafs have had 600 points. I just told you one. Okay. Who are the other five? Matt Sundin is one. Yes, he did it in 601 games played. Uh, Wendell Clark has to be another. Nope. Oh, wow. Not on the list. Borea Salming? Borea Salming is on the list. Did it in 735 games. Um, Obviously, we mentioned Daryl Sittler. He did it in yeah, 584. is on that list. We're looking for three more. It took them longer than Borea Salming for what it's worth. Dave Keon? Correct. 735 games. The other two played over 900 games before they hit this mark. Oh, wow. Um, they played a long time ago. <laughs> George Armstrong, is he one? He is one. It took him 967. We're looking for somebody in between the two now. Um, oh, it's got to be somebody from the 60s or the 70s. Ron Ellis. Oh, Ron Ellis. Damn yep. it. 904 games. My high school hockey coach always said do a Ron Ellis shift. Means you just get off the bench, skate as hard as you can down, turn left, and come back to the bench. <laughs> Ron Ellis shift. Just munch up 20 That's seconds. That's what he said. He goes, get out there, skate as hard as you can, turn left, come back to the bench. Ron Crazy. Ellis shift. I'm saying they don't have a thousand point guy. They will. But they will. With, they will. With Matthews, Matthews and Marner, yeah, they'll yeah. get there. Uh, Nylander. Uh, so they made yeah. it. That made it two to one. Unfortunately, could not hold that lead. Played in over the line now for Daniel Sprong. He's in on goal and scores. <laughs> Ilya Samsonov went for the poke check. And it was ill-advised. Now here's Got a centering it. pass. The Red Wings <laughs> score! <laughs> a loose puck in front of the net. And Andrew Kopp. Finds the back of the goal with a minute 40 to go. Yeah, Lucas Raymond had an empty net. A Red Wings four, win 4-2. They spoil Mitch Marner's night. What, they uh, got in there like 90 minutes before the game or Yeah, so like that? also Patrick Kane left this game with injury. Uh, mm. Not related to the hip as per Fridge, but something to keep an eye on. And Detroit arrived in town two hours yeah. before puck drop because of a mechanical issue with their plane. So the start got bumped back almost an hour. Bit of a weird one yesterday in Toronto. And the Red Wings still won because Samsonov stinks. He does. Also, Capitals and Rangers. New York snapped a three-game slide with a 2-1 win. No Alex Ovechkin for the second straight game. He's got a lower body injury right now. Artemi Panarin recorded his 400th point as a Ranger. Doing so in game 310, he is the fastest player to 400 as a Ranger. Messier did it in 322. 19 players have 400 points in the Rangers' 98-year history. I know we as fans and uh, media jump on bad contracts in the NHL mm. and bad free agent signings. Mm. That Panarin signing has been an absolute home run home for the Rangers. Run. Right, and we don't talk enough about good free agent signings. That was a very good free agent signing by the New York Rangers. Remember that when and the dollar like, amount was named? Oh, that, that seems like a little rich for Panarin. You know, but all of a sudden, the guy's been fantastic for the New York Rangers. He's one of the top 10 paid players in the NHL and he's playing like one of the top 10 players in the NHL today a ton of games it does get going early Martin Luther King Day down in the US four games start at 11 so make sure your fantasy lineups are set friends the third reminder I've given you in the last three days here's your CanCon uh, you got the Canucks who have won five straight they visit the Blue Jackets that goes at 11 a.m. on Sportsnet West the Avalanche they've won three straight they visit the Canadiens that goes at five also on Sportsnet West a couple other games to keep an eye on Bruins and Devils at 11 that's an interesting one out east Kings and Hurricanes, a couple of heavyweights. That'll be on Sportsnet 1 at 1 o'clock. Predators, Golden Knights, that's a big one in the West. Kraken have won nine games in a row. They put that streak on the line as they visit the Penguins. That goes at 4 o'clock. So many reasons for you to stay home from work today. <laughs> work from home, George. Yeah, it's cold. We're not work from home. It's we're cold. not staying stay home. home. We're working from home. Yeah. Yeah. Working. Air quotes. 
In the NFL, it was Super Wild Card Weekend. Before action began, the Bills and the Steelers game was postponed from Sunday to this afternoon at 2.30. They were expecting two to three inches of snow an hour Saturday night, and it has continued all weekend. They're really struggling to get it out of Highmark Stadium. Fascinating to see what the this stadium looks like this afternoon. Uh, Bills and Chiefs in minus 35, though. Hell yeah, full steam ahead. We'll get to that in a second. We'll go chronological. Start with the Texans and the Browns. Cleveland, two-and-a-half-point road favorite. Joe Flacco going up against rookie C.J. Stroud. The vet against the Rook. Close first half. Both teams found the end zone twice. A Texans field goal had them leading 17-14 to at the half. But then risky Joe Flacco tossed the season away. Pressure by Barnett, and Flacco releases just in time. It's picked up by Steven Nelson. He's got the INT across the 30, the 40, the 50. Right sideline, the 40, the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, yes, 6. Yes, Steven Nelson. Yes. Take that, Cleveland. Yeah, take it. Yeah, take that. Flacco threw two pick sixes on back-to-back drives immediately at 38-14. Pretty much curtains after that. Devin Singletary scored early in the fourth quarter to make it 45-14. C.J. Stroud, take a seat. Houston moves on to the divisional round. Yeah, and uh, I got fished in Cleveland as favorites on the road. Oh. I thought their defense, although it hasn't been that great on the road this year, travel well and Joe Flacco has been slinging it and he just threw the season away and he I did. just love his body language when he just jogged off the shrug field. Like, oh well whatever <laughs> who cares cool. back to the couch yeah oh who cares I hated the Browns for years <laughs> darn Saturday night had the Dolphins taking on the Chiefs minus 20 Celsius 25 kilometer an hour wind as the game got going the Dolphins just not designed for the fourth coldest game in NFL history. It's going to be a direct snap. It goes to Pacheco, spinning. Now moving to the left side. Pacheco, touchdown! Kansas City, the single wing, again being used on the direct snap spinner. Isaiah Pacheco pounded it in. That on 106.5, the Wolf in Kansas City. Not as dominant as maybe some of the games, but the weather just wouldn't allow it. The Dolphins offense couldn't do anything. Tua was under pressure all night. No good for Miami, but not really that surprising. The Chiefs win 26-7. to Yeah, uh, Travis Kelsey with a couple uncharacteristic drops in that game as well. And, Very uh, cold. It was, it was Especially chilly. when you're ancient and like again, Travis I don't know, Kelsey. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm reading too much into it. I just felt like the Dolphins wanted no part of that game. They just wanted to get on the plane as quickly as possible. Get me the hell out of this freezer box. Especially in the second in half. Kansas City. I think especially when they were like, oh, our game plan's not really working. Okay, yeah. let's get out of here. Y- you know what uh, they don't talk enough about? You talked about the fourth coldest game in NFL playoff history. Uh, mm-hmm. The Ice Bowl, the, the coldest game in NFL history. Mm-hmm. People died in the stands. It was so cold. Like, Nobody you gotta died in the stands during the Ice yes, Bowl? Yes, they did. No. Yes. One or two people froze to death. There was hypothermia among dead. the band. Okay. The ref had the whistle Look it up. stuck. I dead. If there's one person I'm trusting on history, it's actually Patty Dumas on this. Hold Sunday, on. Cowboys and Packers. You boys. One didn't. fan died during Told the ya. exposure. One fan. Eat it, Dumas. Mm. Uh, back to my point. Okay. You gotta love football. If you are so cold, where your heart starts to slow down, but you can't leave the game. Yeah, I um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even work the game. Yeah. Sorry. I Too told bad. you somebody died. Sunday, Cowboys and Packers. Mike McCarthy. Nobody wants down. to go to a game and die. Nobody does. That's a hot take. Mike McCarthy down in Jerry World. Pack is back, baby. And he takes the snap, takes the handoff. Tight pocket. Throws it. Intercepted. Intercepted. Intercepted back the other way. It's going to be a pick six for Darryl. Now, seven. Oh, my 
Yes. Yeah, Dak, Pres- Dak Prescott was terrible. Two picks. One went for a touchdown. The other directly led to a touchdown after the pack had already scored two touchdowns with Aaron Jones running all over the field. The lead was insurmountable for the Cowboys. They lose 48-32. Some garbage time points for Dallas. Packers going to San Fran. Yeah, just an absolute S-kicking of the (laughs) Dallas Cowboys (laughs) yesterday. And everybody was pointing at Mike McCarthy, all the memes on Twitter. Oh, Bill Belichick answering the phone. Where was Dan Quinn's defense? Oh, he's a, he's a favorite to be a head coach again. Where was his vaunted defense? And you're right, Dak Prescott, terrible throws, terrible decision-making in a game they should have won. This was on a platter for them. Best home team in the NFL, 37 points a game, potentially have a run at the Super Bowl here, and they lay an absolute egg and get their behinds kicked mm-hmm. by the Green Bay Packers. One thing I want to say to you on this, Charles Davis I think we got to give Matt LaFleur a lot of credit. He was a guy yep. that a lot of people were like, mm, was it all Aaron Rodgers, especially early on in the season, Matt LaFleur's job could be in jeopardy. Terrific job by Matt LaFleur, especially in the second half of the season, maximizing how he wants the offense to be run mm-hmm. under Jordan Love. I don't think Matt LaFleur is getting enough credit. And all that guy has done in Green Bay is absolutely win games since he's been there. And everybody said, oh, it's all Aaron Rodgers. That guy's the architect of what happened yesterday in Dallas. Fourth out of the five, uh, fourth time in five years they've gone to the divisional round. And, uh, yeah, it hasn't been good after this one. So, you got to get through this game. They yeah. haven't lost one. They yeah, but they're the Sam youngest so- team in the I league. Know, I know. It's all yeah. gravy. It's all gravy. Yep. Everything is everything's great now. Two rookie quarterbacks won this weekend, C.J. Stroud yep. and Jordan Crazy. Love. Which one changed the perception of who they Love. are the most? Love, and it's not close. Love's not. Like, the thing is, like, with Jordan Love, it's. It, it, like nobody was given this. Everybody was flaming on that draft pick when it was made and all that. And I think totally like it's it's with what yeah. Green Bay has done. Stroud with, was second overall in the yeah. draft. Like yeah. obviously the pedigree. I knew the answer. I was trying to come with a better question yeah. while you guys were chatting. I couldn't Maybe come with up Charles. With Maybe Charles, you can come over. I'm gonna have club. to rack my brain. Think, think, think. Like Winnie the Pooh. All right, night game was the maybe most intriguing game on the slate. Rams and the Lions. Jared Goff, Matt Stafford facing their former teams in front of a jacked up. Motor City crowd. Both teams threw their punches early. Uh, Lions led 21-17 at the half. Not great for the under, but it held on. Set up a fascinating ending. Lions couldn't really get much going in the way of offense in the second half, but they got enough. Couple of field goals for the Rams was all they could muster against the Lions defense. Bend, don't break. Detroit celebrated a 24-23 victory, something many people in that city, in that crowd, have never seen a playoff victory for their Lions at home, and Jared Goff, Detroit loves you. Okay, I'll, I'll just say it like this. All right? Hey, you're good enough for Detroit, Jared. Man Campbell, baby. Yeah. Um, that is arguably the best environment I've ever been in. That was absolutely electric, and I think what's crazy is I was coming down for pregame warm-up, and I, you could just feel it. It was humming. The building was humming, and I swear you could feel the electricity down the tunnel from where I was coming down, and it only just grew from there. Uh, Ross Tucker worked the sideline in that game, and he said it was a top 10 environment he's ever been in. And that guy played in the NFL. And they get another home game next weekend, which is awesome because, you know, there was that controversy with the big man touchdown a couple weeks ago where they kind of maybe would have had a shot at the two seed if they had won the game, but then the Cowboys won, so it was like kind of whatever. Yeah. But in the end, they get to play another home playoff game because the Cowboys Lost two games today: Steelers, Bills, two thirty; Eagles, Bucks, six fifteen. Also, Harbaugh's meeting with the Chargers today. Interesting. Raptors. Thank you, Doug. 
They play the Celtics today at 5.30. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> Doug Smith. Is Thank that you, Doug. Yeah. Okay. That was after Darko. Did you hear that? That rant? Oh, yeah, I heard yeah, the yeah. rant. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. he started it. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you, Doug. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Doug I think, asked him the question. I guess Doug Smith. Who yeah. asked it? Thank you, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Now let me cook. Yeah. Uh, they play the Celtics, 530, other network. Anything else catch your eye from the association this weekend, fellas? Uh, Dream on Green returns today. Uh, just the awful Chicago Bulls fans on Friday. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Honoring Jerry Krause, uh, architect of the six NBA titles, because uh, Michael Jordan dragged him in the last dance. Yeah. Bulls fans booing. Thelma Krause. That was hard to watch, crying, man. And it's like, it was bad. You guys suck. That was just yeah. like, I know you cannot like the guy, but like time and a place. Excuse me. It's been over 20 years, yeah. 25 His years. His widow's sitting right there yeah. as he's getting honored. Yeah, and she's you're trying. Yeah. And now she's just breaking down. Way to make an yeah. old lady cry. Half yeah. those fans weren't even born. Exactly. Good for you. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Trolls. Anything for you, GVP? Uh, Damian Lillard hit that huge uh, half, basically half court uh, three point. Brought out Kings. his celly. Yeah, Dame time. That's really about it for me on the okay. NBA. Okay, good. Golf. We take out our drivers, we tee up, and... Grayson Murray won the Sony Open in Hawaii. Who? In a playoff. Uh, his name's Grayson Murray. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> Finished 17 under, uh, birdied the first playoff hole. His first win since he won the 2017 Barbasol Championship. Ah. Mm. He had a bomb of a putt, too, to hit the birdie there. This weekend, they got the American Express at the Pete Dye Stadium course down in California at mm. PGA West. They're in back in the contiguous United States now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wranglers weekend that was. Welcome to Snipe City, Alberta. They lost to the rain Friday night. Mm. Uh, Shillington did not play, just maintenance after its first game in 20 months. They go on a road trip now. They visit Coachella Valley Friday and Saturday. They don't have another home game until February. We'll see if Peltier and Rooney make their season debut after they got assigned to the Wranglers last week. Roughnecks went out west. They rolled the Vancouver Warriors 14-7 in Vancouver. Only meeting between the two clubs this regular season. Tanner Cook led the way. Five goals, two assists. Jesse King, six points. And Christian Del Bianco made 48 saves. He also became the 20th NLL goalie to hit 5,000 minutes played in the win. And the Hitmen had a pretty tidy weekend. Lights up the joint. Friday, it's going nuts. Yeah. Friday afternoon, they beat Spokane 7-4. That led to Sunday fun day against Tri-City. They took a 4-3 lead. Or pardon me, Tri-City led 4-3 just under five minutes left in the game. The Hitmen scored three goals in the final 95 seconds of the contest to turn a 4-3 deficit into a 6-4 win. This comes off the heels of the NHL Central Scouting Department releasing their midterm rankings. That was back on Friday for the 2024 NHL Draft. Carter Yakumchuk ranked the sixth North American oh. skater. Wow. Whoa. He is no longer thought of as a first-rounder. He is pick, now baby. getting into lottery conversation. The dude is outstanding. He scored a bomb on a slap shot to tie the game yesterday. Uh, he just continues to be outstanding in Hell every yeah. turn. If you want to see a first-rounder, just go watch the Hitman. They got one on their blue line, and he's from Calgary as well. Very cool. Uh, Got to ask Bukla about him next time he joins as well. AJHL, Calgary had a rough weekend. Shut out 3-0 in Lloyd Saturday, then fell 7-1 to Bonneville Sunday afternoon. Okotoks won all three games on their northern road trip. They beat Bonneville 6-3 Friday, then they won back-to-back games in Fort Mac 4-1 and 8-4. They return home for a three-game homestand. Calgary home for the rest of the month. Six straight home games for the Canucks. And the Australian Open is 
Underway, George. Crikey. I would like your three storylines that don't include Novak Djokovic. Um, number one, uh, Felix Ojeali-Assim uh, playing his first rounder against Dominic Team. He's blowing uh, it. Yeah, he is blowing it. Felix had a two sets to love lead. Uh, they're off to a fifth set. Uh, Dennis Shapovalov already out of the tournament. <laughs> uh, great. Um, and uh, Naomi Osaka playing in her first tournament since giving birth. Uh, she got bounced today oh. by Carolyn Garcia. And a couple big names also lost in the first round. Andy Murray and Stan Wawrinka mm. both got eliminated. And uh, my boyfriend plays tonight. I said without mentioning Novak Djokovic. I didn't say anything. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Terrific stuff, Maddie. The Rose Report is brought to you by Follow MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, <laughs> choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. The Chronolist is next. Is he here? Does he no. know he's coming in at seven? Yeah, he is. Uh, we just he, they're in five-ish walking. Okay, all right, he's walking. All right, he's on his way. Big Show Flames analyst Brent Cron straight ahead to Cobra on the Flames three-one win Saturday night in Las Vegas, and an interesting Elliot Friedman clip from Saturday's headlines. We'll do that at seven thirty. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet nine sixty, the fan.